When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome, everybody, to The Psychologists Are In. I'm Maggie Lawson. And I'm her podcast partner in crime, Timothy Elmitson. And this is the moment we've all been waiting for. It is our very first ever super special fans-only episode. As you know, we randomly selected three of our Psycho Patreon members to join us on an episode, and it was psychotic to say the least. It's so special. I'm so excited for you all to hear this. Today we get to hear from Sally, Lauren, and Danny, some of the biggest psychos we all know and love, and they get to ask us whatever they please. We're so excited for you all to hear and for more fan episodes to come in the future. So without further ado, the first ever Psych Fan AMA podcast episode. Enjoy. Hi, Tim. Hi, Maggie. Tim, it's so good to see your face. I've missed your face a lot, my friend. I feel like it's only been a, like a little over a week since we did our last pod, and I feel like it has been a decade since I've seen you. So much has happened. Okay, that's a ex- total exaggeration, but you know what no, I mean. No, but it feels like it's been weeks. Yeah. But here's my theory. Because you've been gallivanting around on the East Coast. Yes. Um, gallivanting. I like how you worked gallivanting into the... Into the intro. I know how to to plug my own shows. Yeah. It's available on Hulu, by the way. (laughs) Um, But because of that distance, you and I were not able to like text every day, all day, like we, or like I normally text you because it might be a little codependent, maybe. Same, same. And it was so funny, Tim, because I think what happened is I got so excited. Okay. So the other night I was at Rockefeller Center and they like the tree lighting was last night so i missed that but i uh i just happened to be walking up by there and i'm like i just want to go see the tree i just want to go see the lights and be in the city blah 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 so i go there and i walk up and i was like leaving you a voice so i was like tim i'm in rockefeller center i'm staring at the tree it's like it was like five six o'clock it had just gotten dark all the lights were on there were like snowflakes up on the build like they were shining these giant snowflakes projected up onto the building it was so beautiful the ice skating rink and i was standing next to this couple who were like like do you mind if we get a selfie i was like no no step right in and all of this was on the voice note i left you (laughs) and then they tested the lights of the tree I lost my mind because I was like, I kind of got to see the lighting of the Christmas tree, even though I wasn't going to be there anyway. And it was so beautiful. And I'm guessing, and you were like, why? Hey, where, where, where are you? (laughs) Whatever your text was. I'm like, wait, did I not send you that text from Rockefeller Center? And I guess, or the voice note, I guess I didn't because I got so freaking excited that I saw the tree. That's I get so, um, because I am so, um, dependent on you now, if I don't hear back, like, 
Not almost immediately, but at least if I don't get like a like or a heart on a text, I'm like, what's going on? She's not well, you responding. Also, you know me so well that I have a tendency to like retreat a little bit when I am going through stuff. So I appreciate you always like, like, hey, are you okay? Just because a lot of times I'm not. And you know that. So, but this was like just <laughs> the opposite. This was like, I was so good and I so wanted to share this with you. And then um, it was so cute because the couple who was taking a picture next to me, they got their selfie at the exact time. They like, I, I mean, this story is probably going to sound like nothing to anybody else, but it just for me, I was like, I get it. Cause the couple's like, oh my God, they only lit the thing for a second and they happened to take their picture right at that moment. It was so, cute. so cute. It was very so magical. Did you lose your mind? You lost the voice text. Uh, I lost the voice text. I just got so excited that I, I, for them and for me and for everyone who was staring at the tree at the moment, like we got to have this weird little, like, like tease. And it was, and you get uh, excited and then I get needy. And then you, and then I was like, wait, I never sent the text. Um, wait. Okay. So enough about that. I wanted, I wanted to say, Tim, Tim, are you ready to podcast the shit out of it with, well, first off, are you ready to podcast the shit out of it? Maggie? I am sorry to podcast this shit out of it. I've even got notes. Oh my god! I love that you have. I did notes. notes for our very special. Um, you want to you want to say what today? Why today is so special? Today is so special because we're doing our first ever uh, fan episode, which you're going to do many of. But um, this is our very first one. Um, we have, par as part of the Patreon, we are choosing fan psychos from the Patreon to come on to the pod and chit-chat with us for a little bit. We'll go back to the normal rewatching, but this is a standalone kind of fan episode. And we've been wanting to do this for so long because we because love the psychos so much, and we it's say, happening. We are not us without you, psychos, listening exactly. to our podcast. Yeah, not only watching the show, but listening to the podcast. And now, yeah. hey, you know what? I said now that you said that this this is all happening because of Patreon. Just not to me. What a great Christmas and/or Hanukkah slash holiday gift for the psycho in your life. A subscription I to our Patreon. Love that you just mentioned that, and I that's and it's perfect timing because. It's holiday season, guys. It's the holiday season. Because today's December 1st. We are, it's official. It is official. I actually got to see some snow on my trip. It snowed in Louisville when I was there. Crazy. I'm so glad you it, got to go home and see your family. Yeah, it was a really, really um, special trip, actually. I surprised my mom. So she had no even idea. More special. <laughs> yeah. She was like at work, and I was just like, hey, yeah, I was in Atlanta working, and, you know, I think I'm going up to New York. But anyway, I decided to stop in Louisville. Where are you? She's like, what? Anyway, it was very fun. And you know, and who else did you just, you, you also surprised John Candy's ghost when you walked into your childhood home? I did. I always do. I always say, hi, John. I think, now you know I'm not good with math. That's why I became an actor. I do believe this is our 52nd podcast episode. Wow, I, I have absolutely no idea. So I'm just going to go with that and say, happy 52nd episode birthday. Um, anniversary, Tim. Happy this half a century worth of podcasts. I no, not quite. No, that's still, never mind. It's that a year. Work. I think it's a year. But I love, uh, I love that we get to do this all the time, and I love that I get to see your face. And we're fifty-two in, and we have four hundred thousand to go. And Lauren, highlight of my week. Here. You know that. Should we let her in? Let's let her in. Lauren, thank you for being here. How exciting. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. How are you? 
I'm great. How are you guys? Fantastic. And you were, the, you were wearing the shit out of that Pepto Pink, Lauren. Thank you. I had to podcast the shit out of it, so I had to wear Pepto Pink, you know? Yeah. I love it. Ask us anything. Okay. Yeah. Or one of my first questions I wanted to ask was, since this is the Rewatch podcast, do you guys rewatch any of the other shows or films that you've done? No. I, Tim, do you? I don't think I've rewatched any other... Any other episodes of anything yet? <gasps> Tim, did Lauren just give us an idea for an extension of the Psychologist RN I podcast? I think so. Oh. Wait, sorry, Lauren, did you mean uh, other podcasts or other shows that we have done? The shows that you've done or movies. I don't rewatch other people. I mean, I don't watch other people's uh, rewatch podcasts because why okay. would I? When, when I've, we've, Mag and I already have the greatest one in the history oh, of all podcasting. <laughs> yeah, seriously, Lauren. Yeah, we, uh, no, I'm kidding. I was going to make a, <laughs> a joke. Like, you listen to other rewatch podcasts? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I only listen to, like, the other one. I only listen to the Boy Meets World one, which I'm hoping they have you on. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Somebody I'm else like, they just better that have up you to on me. It. That's yeah. so funny. I don't know. There's so many. I can't keep up with them. I'm currently um, watching Gilmore Girls, and I know there's a Gilmore Girls one, but, like, I haven't started that one, and that one's on, like, season five at this point. So I'm like, that's a lot to catch up on. Now, as far as uh, other shows, though, I do – I mean, I don't watch necessarily my stuff. Although every now and then I'll watch a little – I'll pop in a little gallivant available on Hulu, everybody. But uh, because it's the holiday time, I will pop in um, – not pop in. It's not like I have a video cassette anymore. I'll push the button. To the VCR, on my, Tim? On my VCR. VCR. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll, I will push the button on the DVR and pull up one of Maggie's holiday Hallmark Christmas movies. Because it's that time of year. Tim, that's so sweet. I, agree. I can't record them. I mean, I can't erase them. That's really, really sweet, actually. I don't, I, I mean, I've, I haven't rewatched any of those, but thank you. Let's go over some of the titles again. I don't remember. Oh, the Christmas ones? Mm-hmm. Christmas in Evergreen I did. Uh, it's a, a lot like Christmas was one I did. Christmas Encore was one I did. Okay, Christmas never green. You're the you're the Christmas tree lot. No, owner, that right? was a lot like Christmas. A lot, that was the lot, one I did last year. A lot yeah. like Christmas. A lot like Christmas. But Christmas and Evergreen just came. I noticed on my DVR list on my VCR, mm. my cassette, yeah. my um, labeled cassette tape sitting next to my my VCR. <laughs> I love it, uh, Lauren. You're one of the. Um, I would say, like, there, you have, like, a sweetness in all of your messages and all of your, like, you have, you are, like, a bright light. I just wanted to say that. You're so sweet and so positive and so wonderful, and it doesn't go unnoticed, so. Well, that all comes from you guys, from the energy that you guys emit. We give it back. Well, that's all Maggie. <laughs> that's all Maggie. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's all the ray of sunshine. I am a... Grumpy scoundrel most of the time. So, oh, good. God, oh, you are that not. is a lie. Um, another one I wanted to know was what was some of your favorite things to do between scenes? I was like, oh, um, Tim, I feel like we were, and if we had a long enough break, Tim and I were definitely heading to Starbucks. Um, that we'd always over, happened. We'd walk over to the JJ Bean. I mean, or the no, JJ Bean. To be, if we were on the lot, then it was because there was a Starbucks. I mean, there was a JJ Bean right like a 10 minute walk from our stages. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like uh, or walking our dogs because we always had dogs there. Um, we had um, 
I feel like we would all kind of zone out a little bit. Like if we were sitting on set in between, we would just goof off. That was the majority of what was happening. We would just sit in our chairs and share stories and music. In the conference room at the SBPD, we had mm-hmm. a we had a what we called Mac Station, yeah, which we is where definitely we definitely be on Mac Station. Yeah. Where we all set up our computers. And so in between scenes, we'd all just go in there and sort of be on our computers and get our any other work done or we'd learn lines or whatever. But um yeah. Of course, James we, would always sit and write because he's that guy. So I'm sitting there reading the New York Times on, on my computer and um shooting the shit with my my dear friends and people that I love and my cast and crew and Yeah, we would. We would just like talk about the news and share music and I like we we were just a fam, so we just loved hanging out together all the time. So yeah. So you mentioned that James liked to write. That was actually going to lead me to like one of my next questions was: Would you guys ever want to be on the opposite side of the camera, like directing or writing or producing or any of that? So- yes, I do. Um, I have such respect for writers. I am working on that and hope I have the discipline for it. Um, but I'm actually going to shadow a director soon. Um, so what? I want to see how it feels. So to say for sure, I'm not sure, but I, I, I definitely want to explore that side. What about you, Tim? You know, during Slack, I really wanted to direct. That's right. Yeah. And then it, because there were so many people in line, like the creator of the show, understandable, <laughs> and our lead actor, who is also an executive producer, but um, it, it didn't come to fruition. But I did shadow Mel Damsky. A little bit. You did. That's right. I remember that. Once it didn't happen, I kind of let that one go. Because it's it's really hard. And it's much easier to be an actor and just lay, sleep in your trailer during a... And take naps. I yeah. I think you'd be a great director, Tim. Thanks, Maggie. And then lately, yeah. I I tried to... Um, friends of mine and I tried to buy the rights to this novel that, that we both love. And um, I was really oh, kind of yeah. wanted to get into writing, maybe producing with, with my friends John and Kat. Because writing, I mean, as writing, I've never really wanted to. I've never, I think like anything in the entertainment industry, you've got to have a burning desire to do it because it's so difficult. And so I never had that really desire to write. Yeah. And I simply kicked around this one-man show about my stroke for the last, well, almost six years now. That you so will, I, you will, you will make that happen. That story that is going to get I have told. To. I've got so many notes on my phone about it. So I've, I've yeah. got to get off my button. That story is going to get told. No, it'll do in time. That's the thing. These things come at the at the right time. Time is definitely everything. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of want to get into like TV, but right now I'm focused on more wanting to get into the music industry. So, do you play well, an in instrument? what capacity? No. Or, or <laughs> I, I want to be in like side? the business side. Yeah. Ah. The part that doesn't require talent. It takes a lot of talent to be on that side. Believe me, I have very close people, including like family members who have been on. It takes an incredible incredible amount like i know what you're saying like the musical talent part of it it's just a different kind of talent but yeah it it doesn't thrive without people like that so you're yeah god go yeah. for it love that yeah but the more i binge watch shows i'm like huh, tv and film could be interesting too i don't know so i wanted to ask a fun question what would be the theme song of your life if you had one i don't know if you've ever thought about that Ooh, mags you go first Oh, man. Uh, it's so funny. I went to the first song that came to mind was Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, does that fit? It kind of fits my probably. Um, I have no idea, but that was the song that literally the second you said it popped into my head. But I, I don't know that it's if I had time to really think about it, that I would choose that. But if you're if we're going on an instant uh, an instant vibe. That's what I got. What about you, Tim? 
Um, I've got one for you, actually, because I immediately thought of Eye of the Tiger for you. Oh, yes. Well, A, oh my God, that is my hype song, first off. Actually, no, my, well, that is my, yeah. Um, that is my hype song. The Rocky Four soundtrack is, is, if anyone knows me, they know that that is my, uh, <laughs> um, you know, I was just thinking about one for you, Tim, just because of, of your, your swagger and who you are. And, and it was my way. Oh, yeah. Which is I, when I, I used to, I, to sing Crota stuff, way. that was one of, that was actually, that I never did. I used to sing a lot of Sinatra back in, um, yeah. and about, I never did my way though. Yeah, but, um, but you you are doing things your way, and I like it. I'll take it. I yeah. I like that. I'm gonna now. I'm gonna go uh, put that on later and re-listen to to a little Frankie. I like that a lot. I was thinking Those my my initial reaction would be was uh, our thought was um obviously got to plug a Frank Turner song. Oh yeah. Oh right. For sure. But um my my recover shock everybody. I had a stroke, but my stroke recovery song anthem Wait, what? has been. Yeah, Maggie, I had a stroke. It was. It's been almost. It'll be six years in April. Wait, I don't understand. Was it in the papers? It was in the. It was on all the papers. Oh, did you okay. not? Have you not been getting the newsletter? I don't think so. But anyway, good to know. You look great. Thanks. Okay. But there's on. one particular song that's my recovery anthem, which is called um, "Next Storm," which is all about um, we're just getting through shit. Which is actually when I get my 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 stroke tattoo, which I've been meaning to do for almost six years now. But when I do, it's going to be based on that song, which once I, I get it done, that. I will uh, put pictures on the um, the social medias. That was my um, get on the treadmill and work my ass off and try to learn how to walk against song. I love that. Plus, and like, you know, I don't know if you all know this, but the entertainment industry is not necessarily an easy one to get into and be successful in. So you can't just sit and be scared. You got to be bold and go for it. And that's, and that song is about being golden, being bold and going for it and getting out and not sit, not being meek, but just trudging that, forward. That is the definition of you, Tim. Just you keep going, you keep going, you keep pushing and you keep thriving. So I like that. That seems very appropriate. Thank you. Way more thoughtful than mine, which is like, yeah, girls just want to have fun. <laughs> Food rings. <laughs> I mean, I could grow on this. I could really, <laughs> I could uh, really do the rubber band thing with the goatee, like um, the the man did in the girls just want to have fun video. You all know what I'm talking. The yeah. MTV generation knows what I'm talking they'll, about they'll, here. Exactly. They'll and now they'll go watch it. So that's even better. Wait, Lauren, but, I want to. Well, let's get more of your questions before we run out of time. Or was that all? Um, just the last one I wanted to ask was: Is there going to be a live pod tour in 2023 so we can all hug you guys? We are working on that. We have one. Can we say, Tim? It's not been announced yet. So the answer is yes. We are trying to figure out some live. I don't know about a whole tour, but at least we've got a live show coming up in, I can say this, the Northern California Bay Area area. Yeah. And we are. Uh huh. What? Uh huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> I know. That's where you are, right? Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, we, it'll be in the, in the Bay vicinity and, uh, it'll be very soon actually. And the plan and hope is that this is the first of many. I love it. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to your directorial debut. Everything. Uh, <laughs> both of us, Tim, maybe we yeah, should, both of maybe you. we should be a directing team. Lauren, you have just given us so many ideas for so many things. Thank you so much. 
Thank all you. around for everything. You're wonderful. And, uh, and we are so grateful. And it was very, very fun talking to you. Thanks for having me, guys. Okay. Bye, Lauren. Bye. I'm so excited. Uh, I have just discovered Keepster. I feel like I've had so many very fun things that have happened in the group chats on certain chats <laughs> um, over the years that I wish I could have saved. Funny exchanges, definitely from family members, definitely friends. And now there's like a way that you can sort of hold on and keep all of these memories. It's such a cool thing. I'm a big photo book fan. Okay. But our next partner kind of took it to another level. Uh, they combine the best part of photo books with the best part of something that we all do every single day. It's texting. I feel like this is such a great gift for the holidays because I feel like there are so many exchanges that we have that just sort of like we've, we've saved them. But imagine if you could like have a book where you could go and actually look at that, maybe add in some photos at the same time. So you get to have like a photo book to go with it. I also think like it could be a really nice gift for somebody who's like not on a thread, but just to include like sweet things that you've said about them that maybe they didn't hear. Like when you talk nicely behind someone's back to let them know. I don't know. I just, I think this is such a really, really, really good idea. I think you all need to check out Keepster. It is the only way to easily turn your favorite texts and photos into a beautiful keepsake book. From the insane moments in the group chat to the silly moments with your partner, now you can finally keep these memories forever with Keepster. Here's how it works. Download the Keepster app onto your computer, choose your favorite text, photos, emojis, inside jokes, and more, and then Keepster does the rest. If you want to add some context to your text and photos or add more pictures, no problem. Keepster's technology makes it super easy to add additional elements to your Keepster books. Keepster makes a perfect customizable gift for the holidays, whether it's for your family, friends, or your significant other, but it doesn't just have to be for the holidays. Keepster is perfect for the birthdays, anniversaries, special occasions, or just because you know the group chat will love it. That's what I, th I think that's just a funny gift to give anytime. Plus, the books start at just $12.99. So it's so affordable, and it's a way to create this amazing holiday gift. And for those late holiday planners, you can even get a digital copy while you're waiting for the physical books to arrive. Um, I I just think it's it's so easy to use, you guys. I've done it, and I'm now kind of hooked. I think this is such a fun, special, very special thing. This is a truly one-of-a-kind gift that I know my... My chats, my friend chats, I have two that are funny. My poppets, of course, and... Uh, uh, I have another friend group called the Tiny Witches. Uh, they're going to be getting one too. We live and share so much of our lives on our phones, and now you can save what's special with Keepster. So if you have an iPhone, head to keepster.co slash pineapple and put in promo code pineapple for 25% off. That's keepster.co slash pineapple and use code pineapple for 25% off. One, one last time. One last time for the people in the back. Keepster.co slash pineapple for 25% off. Hi, Sally. Hey, it's Sally. How are you? Oh, nervous. <laughs> excited. Nervous. Aw. Is that an accent of Pepto Pink I see on your shirt? Yes, it's the most Pepto Pink thing I could find. It's stars, pink stars on my black dress. Oh, I love it. <laughs> well spotted. <laughs> Wait, Sally, where is that accent from? Um, I live in Scotland. But I was <sighs> born in England, so it's an English accent. Wow. Oh, thank you for doing this. At what time is it your time? <laughs> it's half past 10 at night. Oh my goodness. Yay. 
for having been a long time. <laughs> thank you for spending your evening well, with you're, us. You're in London or you're in Scotland? I'm in I'm in the Highlands of Scotland. Highlands what a heck of, of a place to be. Yeah. Yeah. Where the O'Hara's come from, I think. <laughs> Yeah, of course. That is. We are Scottish. That's right. Sally, so you're you're you do a lot of the art for us, right? That we've seen yeah. a lot of the fan art. It's so out of this world. It's so good. It was Sykes that got me drawing again, actually. I hadn't drawn for a long time and, and it inspired me to pick up a pen and start again. So I have really? to thank you all for that. Really? I hadn't drawn for years. Um so I had a sore wrist and I stopped. Um, oh. but my wrist got better. And then I, I, when I started watching Psych, I just, I really, really wanted to draw everybody. And so I, I gave it a go. <laughs> and then I saw Candice's amazing pictures that she does. Oh, and Candace. that inspired me to try digital, which I'd always wanted to do. So um, talented. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's thanks oh, to you. <laughs> well, I'm so glad we can inspire you, your uh, artistic endeavors again. Yeah. I wanted to say thank you, actually, for supporting everyone's fan art because it makes a big difference having the fan art Friday and everything and you know the rewatch that we can follow along and do the pictures for it just it keeps us going and it gives us new things to to do that thank you <laughs> I love that you share your art I know it's it's a it's a very vulnerable kind of thing to do in yeah. general it's very you know and um you're so talented and I'm always blown away, always blown away when when I see your work. So I'm glad. I'm so glad you're painting again. Yeah. yeah. To, to put your art out in the world, that is um, whatever art it is. It's a scary, scary thing. So thank you. For, like Maggie, I echo Maggie. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> my daughter's an artist. So it's it's obviously very close to my heart as well. So we want to do everything we can to support artists. And um, the fact that, you know, that you, that, that you take the time, the time you put into your, your artwork and especially, you know, pictures of us because ultimately we're vain <laughs> i'm glad <laughs> you don't mind i mean have you heard the podcast no <laughs> i'm kidding maggie speaking of which you look amazing today so do you tim so I mean, do you sally on briefly, you guys always look amazing <laughs> i love that we have you have your glasses uh on as well we all have our glasses oh, on yeah, so we, all want, we all want for sort of the, the clear the clearer versions of glasses yeah today, or the lighter tones <laughs> <laughs> Sally, ask away. Ask your um, ask us anything. Yeah. Okay. I have my professional notes here, just like you guys. <laughs> Love it. Right. When I became a psycho, um, I realized what amazing fandom this was and, and how generously all of you interact with everybody and keep it going. So I wondered if over the years you've got any particularly memorable um, moments involving fans. Because there must have been so many. <laughs> I I feel like we're still having them. There was a moment, and unfortunately, I don't, Tim, I, I know you weren't there, but you probably heard about it with Candace. And there was a bunch of psychos that got together, and um, we adopted an elephant uh, for us, Luggard, which is where that comes from. That yeah. moment I know was really powerful for us. And then I think just overall, for me, our very first Comic Con, because we had been up in this like, you know, bubble of Vancouver. We didn't even know if the show, like we were just doing our thing and, and, you know, not really knowing that the fandom Twitter was fairly new at the time. Like there was like, yeah. we just didn't know the fandom that well yet. And I think for us, we were like told we were going to be in this giant ballroom at Comic-Con and we're like, well, that's going to be embarrassing. Cause there's going to be like five people there and crickets, you know, tumbleweeds. But yeah. <laughs> and then 
when we walked in and saw everyone and then started meeting everyone, it just, it it was so touching. We it, it, And I think because of that, the show, even to us, as much as we love it and we love each other, it became, a, a, it even took on a new thing for us because we now had this incredible, dedicated, loyal, loving, wonderful, as you know, like friends, like all of you all have become yeah. friends or whatever. Um, and so it became like an extended family and it made the show take on a whole other level of of meaning for us too. Tim? Wow. <laughs> um, I agree with that entirely. I had a really incredible experience in 2009, which is actually right when the scene, the uh, the season were, when we're not doing fan episodes, the season we're doing right now. Yeah. And I know this because mm. my hair was buzzed. Where I got the opportunity <laughs> to go to um, Qatar and visit a um, an, an, a military base here called Camp Asalea, which was the main R&R base for Afghanistan and Iraq at the time. I remember walking, and it, at the time it was the, um, it was cent- Central Command for Marine Intelligence. It's like walking on this base and basically you, you, like you, go, you show up and you just, you're there to shoot the shit with these soldiers and Marines and airmen and service members and and just hang out and have a drink and just enjoy just it was was incredibly incredible experience walking around having a a young marine lieutenant colonel come up to me and go holy shit it is you i called my wife said i think i just saw lassie in the rack (laughs) so to hear from these these uh soldiers out fighting truly in the shit to hear that they they all watched psych and how it, it really got them through what they were doing was just awe-inspiring to me. Yeah. I can imagine. Oh, that's amazing. He's so talking about that. I know that, um, going back to Luggard, I know that Candice told me about that story. And I know that on uh, Sean's shirt, the patch in in Mm -hmm. the third movie, it says Luggard. And that was why. That's right. It it was such a beautiful, touching moment. I think we were all really, really moved by. It was uh, at the premiere, at the... LA premiere of the first movie and uh it just was you know it, it, as as the psychos always you know it was just they know how close to our hearts and James's heart too especially how yeah. how that much that meant to him and then to do something like that and the care that was sort of put into it and then there was like a, a note that came like a, a book that came with it and note I mean it was just it was a it was a, it was a, it was a very de- deeply beautiful moment yeah You guys, it's the holidays. It's a time for eating so much. (laughs) We're stuffing ourselves. Uh, I know that's what I do during the holidays. And there was a lot of cooking in my house growing up. Um, And one of my favorite things to do was was make chili. I actually just made some recently for my grandfather's recipe. And I made it with the meat I got in my butcher box. I love ButcherBox. You know, with ButcherBox, you get you get peace of mind. ButcherBox takes the guesswork out of finding high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or added hormones. I the humanely raised part to find all of those things in your meat is it's it's very hard and they just take the guesswork out of all of it. You can just trust what you're getting. I love this so much and it's so convenient. You can get just what you want delivered right to your doorstep. Exactly what you want. There's free shipping for the continental US. There's no surprise fees. Choose from a variety of box plan options from curated to customized and change your plan whenever you want. 
Also, it's this incredible value. You can enjoy a range of high-quality cuts that are hard to come by at the grocery store at an amazing value. It's so true. They have every kind of cut. They make it very easy. The value is great. And exclusive member deals, you can save even more on your favorite cuts. And they have this recipe inspiration, which is so nice, which I actually follow. Guides, tips, and hacks. Some are even personalized. So you can cook up mouth-watering meals. Um, I've already sort of talked about this with my chili. I've, I've mentioned it a few times because it was it was a tradition in our house. And it's one I'm keeping alive. And it was very fun uh, to do it now with uh, the meat from ButcherBox to feel to feel better about it. The holiday season is made better and tastier with ButcherBox. For a limited time, they are offering our listeners ground beef for life. For life, you guys. And $10 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash pineapple and use code pineapple to get $10 off your first box and ground beef for the life of your membership. That is such a good deal. That's butcherbox.com slash pineapple and use code pineapple to claim this deal. I have to ask this question or I get into trouble <laughs> because we made a vow that whoever got on, if we never did, we would mention the group. I'm in a, a Zoom group on a Sunday of psychos. So I asked them if they would like a question. And um, they've been discussing a theory that um, every movie is about a different character like Gus and Lassie. And so they wanted to know what you thought about that. And I would love to know if there's anyone or anything you would like to see in one of the future movies, anything at all. <laughs> I don't care what it is. I just want to see it. I don't care which character it's about. I just want to see it. Yeah, same. Yes. I, and I do well, think yeah. every <laughs> every movie is kind of taking on a kind of focus in one character's story. So um, I am curious to see what the next one will be myself in hopes that <laughs> um, we're doing that. And what else would I like to see? I mean, I think it would Anything probably be guest stars like even yeah. more people that we have talked about um tim who was who were we talking about the other day they were like we we didn't get uh well we didn't get emilio estevez mm -hmm. on from the breakfast club so we've talked about that um and i feel like there was just somebody else we mentioned i was texting too. with john crier a while ago saying how did we never get you on our show we have <laughs> to get john on like one yeah, of the most iconic love... 80s actors out there i would also love to see melanie who's like you know, one of my besties in real life. Um, come back as well. back. Moving on, has there ever been a guest star that you were a huge fan of? And if so, what was it like to meet with and work with them? I mean, Shatner playing my dad was crazy. I think I was yes. a bit starstruck. And that he was playing my father. You know, it's funny because two that stand out to me in a big way are Cena, John Cena mm. and, and Shatner. But it's because they were like playing my family members too. We, I feel like family. everybody, yeah. <laughs> Everyone who came up, we were a bit like starstruck by. I mean, Tim. For me, I think the most starstruck I was was uh, when Val came up to play um, oh, Dobson. Which, yeah. unfortunately, you, you, you weren't on set. I wasn't there. I wasn't there for that day. It was just. But ugh, he was, was just so brutal. stone cold cool that I would was too really too afraid to talk to him and bother him. So I just kind of shut up and stayed on my side of the of the set the whole day, which I regret yeah. now. Yeah. The most absolutely special was uh, was John Cena. And it was special because my dad, who's no longer with us, was a massive wrestling fan. And he was living yeah. in Seattle at the time. And when I heard Cena was going to be on set that day, I called him and was like, Dad, if you can... And he was he was taking care of my mom, who was not well. So I was like, if you can call my sister... If you can call Marisha, you can have her, have her maybe come over and watch mom for the night and get your butt up to Vancouver. 
you can hang out with you can come hang out with John Cena. He's like, I don't know. I'm like, Dad, Dad, <laughs> drive two hours. You can uh, listen to me. You can hang out with John Cena all day. And so he's like, okay. So he, like, I turn around and suddenly there's my dad sitting on set with me. So dad had this amazing day, and Cena was so incredibly gracious to him. Cena is next level kind. Like, I can't say enough. That's why I think it stands out. I don't know if I was, like, so starstruck or I just was so moved by how game he was to just Mm -hmm. jump right in, be so gracious. Like, he is just a a wonderful human. I've heard he's done more of those make-a-wish things than anyone. Yeah, yeah. I think he's got the, yeah, which I can believe. Like, some of the most gleeful pictures of my late father are him standing with John Cena on set. (laughs) And what That's was the height? He's just got this <laughs> massive green on his face. Wow. <laughs> um, okay. So okay, I've got one more question. If there's a time, it's a random, very, very random specific one um, because it didn't fit in the little Instagram box when you were in season one. And it's about oh. um, Earth to the Starbucks, which is my one of my favorite episodes and one that I sort of started on. Um, oh. And there's a moment in the bar scene with Lassie and Sean when um, Drunk Lassie almost falls right back off the stool and Sean reaches out and catches him. And I, I always wanted to know, was that improvised or was that like a, an exercise that you practiced first or was it like um, a mat underneath? Excellent question. I believe that was improvised. We, did, no, we, didn't, we didn't actually rehearse the fall, but just he was there. And I mean, I'd, so it was improvised. I mean, I think it might have been scripted. No, it wasn't scripted, scripted, but <laughs> I ended up doing a rehearsal and and he was there to catch me because, you know, that's, that, I mean, that's a metaphor for James with everybody and everything on this show. Yeah. He's here to catch you if you're going to fall. Yeah. It, it was, it was like a trust exercise in reverse and that's why it stood out. It was amazing. <laughs> that's so cute. Sally, this was so fun. Um, and thank you for all of your art, for all of your questions and for honestly, I mean, we, we just can't say thank you enough to you guys. For- no, thank you because this is such a lovely thing you're doing. And thank you for staying up late in Scotland. Yeah. All right, Sally, we will talk okay. to you soon. And thank you again. And tell the face, uh, the, is it Facebook group or zoom group? No, or- it's a, a Twitter. It's a zoom group. A Zoom we meet group. on a tell, Sunday night. Yeah. Tell them, tell them we say hi and thank you, oh, well. and, and that yeah. you represented them very, very, very well. Very well. Bye, Sally. You guys, it's the holidays, and we all give a lot of gifts at the holidays. And I know for me, um, it has become very important to me over the years to try to find you know, gifts that have some kind of a tie to uh, nonprofits and charitable organizations. And it always just feels better. It feels like, you know, you're giving, but you're also giving back. It's It just feels good all around. This season, give gifts that give back with 45% off Thrive Cosmetics holiday sets for a limited time. That is such a good deal, you guys. Thrive Cosmetics makes high-performance beauty and skincare products made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. No parabens, sulfates, phthalates, certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Cause is in the name for a reason. Every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive. I feel like for me, that is, it's so important to my, it's so close to my heart these days, but also they're their cosmetics, their their makeup is is beautiful and it's amazing and it's vegan and it's not tested on animals. It's it's wonderful. <laughs> First, uh, well, one of the things I love um, is the the lash liquid lash extensions mascara. Um, it's the first vegan tubing mascara. 
It is a best-selling product. It has more than 20,000 five-star reviews. That's a lot of five-star reviews, you guys. The proprietary tubing formula dramatically lengthens each lash from root to tip. It mimics the look of lash extensions without damaging glue or expensive salon prizes. I'm not good with the glue, you guys. That's why I love this. And I do get asked about it when I wear it. Like, oh, did you get lash extensions? Clean, nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. It can last all day without clumping, smudging, or faking. It's easy to remove. The tubing formula slides right off with warm water and a washcloth, no soap required. And one of my favorite things about it is I have a tendency when I wear mascara, it kind of falls a little, so I get <laughs> I get kind of dark under my eyes. This doesn't – it doesn't transfer at all. Um, y'all know what I'm talking about. The Sheer Strength Hydrating Lip Tint, I also really, really, really love because our lips get so dry, and especially during uh, the wintertime, and and this is that time. And so it deeply hydrates the, li the lips with a hint of tint that applies evenly. It lasts for six hours. It really does. It glides on smoothly for even color. It's comfortable to wear all day. No mirror needed effortless application, which is also very good for me. Lightweight, balmy, and non-sticky formula that hydrates instantly and over time for visibly softer, smoother lips. Six universally flattering shades that become your own. Love all of this. Since Thrive Cosmetics was founded in 2015, they've given over 100 million in products and cash to their 400 plus giving partners. That's just one of the perks of their Bigger Than Beauty mission, which is so special. Thrive Cosmetics helps fight cancer, domestic abuse, homelessness, and underserved youth. Plus, Thrive Cosmetics named all of their color cosmetics products after people who have inspired the brand. How beautiful, how amazing. I love the Bigger Than Beauty philosophy. I love Thrive Cosmetics. Love, love, love. Plus, it's that time of year. Like, let's give back a little, you know? For every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help communities thrive. They have over 300 partners across the country supporting numerous causes. One of the ones I love is Bigger Than Beauty, um, an amazing organization. Anyway, celebrate the season of giving and try Thrive Cosmetics today. Right now, you can get up to 45% off their best-selling products when you purchase select holiday sets by visiting Thrive Cosmetics dot com slash pineapple. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash pineapple to start shopping for their holiday sets. Yay! Hey, it's Danny G. Yay! What a treat! Our first fan episode and, and we get Danny G. I don't know how it happened, but I'm very I know. thankful. Okay, it's I got so hang good. on. I need to shout out that Danny G, for those of you not on the Patreon with the visual podcast, Danny's <laughs> rocking the act the shit out of it podcast coffee mug and the psychologists are in baseball cap. And in addition to that, my my cane um stands It's so good. Yes, we cane shirt for um which was funded, um, which was benefited um, a mental health charity for children in the Ukraine. So, Danny, thank you for rocking that and well, all of the, the Psychologist Podcast merch. It's an honor to do it because I love you guys. You guys are heroes to me, to the, to the many psychos. I mean, it sounds silly. It's not hero, you know, in a traditional sense. But, heroes. Uh, but mental health is important too, you know, and in, the, in the, these hard times having a having something you can escape to, to just sit back, enjoy and love and 
and cherish is important. And you guys provide that to me, to so many psychos, and and I think I just echo the way a lot of us feel when I say that. So thank you. Aww. And look, thank you for letting me be on here to, to share this with you. We feel the same way, Danny. Well, Denny, when, when we pulled your name randomly, I was really excited that you're one of the random winners because you have paid whatever we've given you, you've paid it forward tenfold with um, how much you support all of us. Every cast member on the show, you support them in their endeavors. And and I want you to know how much we all notice it and really appreciate it. Always. Well, thank you. The reason why is because I couldn't want it to end. I didn't want it to end because I felt like it escalated as the seasons went on. When it you did. Knew, when you knew it was going to end, it kind of had to had to keep the love going. So I'm glad I can still, uh, still, still at least get a piece of what you offer by watching your other stuff. Um, well, I'll say I, this was really synchronistic that you you uh, were randomly picked it to be one of our first guests on the um, synchronistic. And you know that really started in season four. In fact, I've had to choose a season. We're on season four now in your podcast, and uh, that's when um, Terry Goldman, you know, who we miss so oh, so dearly. God. Uh, he was so great with the social media for so long. And, and even in that season, I remember particularly, it's like, you know, he, he would talk about uh, on the social media, they would talk about Red Dog Squadron and, and say, go see it, go see it, uh, you know, go see Extinction. And um, and that's when that's like the first thing I saw that was that was yeah. outside of tra- traditional psych. And he he promoted that. And, and so. So, yeah. And so it kind of started with Terry a little bit there. And Max, and, that's the play you do, you and Kurt did, right? Greedy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that was Greedy later. Yeah, but yeah, we did Greedy, but Extinction was for Extinction. Uh, James actually starred in with Mike Weston. That's right. And uh, yeah, Terry was such a supporter, and also, I mean, look, he was one of the first people to actually connect like social media for us, and like, and you and psychos, like we were. It was all new. It started, you know, when Twitter was starting, like all these things where we we were as as everyone was, you know, a little bit mm-hmm. like, what is this? And like how and he was so on it and so smart. And it was so important to him to like support, you know, to, to for us to connect with the, the audience, but then also to have like the support of other things we were doing. I mean, just he's the greatest. Yeah, for, and I sorry, think very responsible. For those of you yeah. who don't know, Terry Goldman was our oh, yeah. was an exec at USA at the time who really came, like, was, like Danny just said, and Mags was saying, was the first to sort of teach all the cast about Twitter. And he was instrumental about connecting us with the psychos. So really, he's one of the main reasons that Psych has the fandom that it does, because he taught us all of how to interact with you. That's why our first movie was dedicated to to him. He passed away a few years ago, very sadly. Teddy was an amazing man we all miss very much. Yep. So much. Oh, thank you for bringing him up, Danny. I'm glad we... We paid a little tribute to him. Hey, speaking of executives, Max, hmm? see, that was a segue. We call that in the business a segue. A segue. Yes. Uh, I have to give a shout out to um, one of our former, one of our OG USA execs, Lindsay Sloan. Oh, love Lindsay. Who, just, who was one of the first to really, one of the first people at, at USA to really embrace our show and come up and visit our set a lot. And, yeah, she did. Put her stamp on it. So Lindsay just got a massive promotion. She's now, hang on, let me check my professional notes. See, look, I- He said that. He's Lindsay like, I have a couple of notes. Lindsay is the head of scripted television for M- MGM. Oh, amazing. Massive promotion for our dear friend and genius, genius exec, uh, she is Lindsay a genius Sloan. Exec. We love her. She's OG. She's all grown OG. up now. Yeah. 
Danny, hit us with your questions. Okay, sorry, I got distracted, didn't I? We can talk all day. So one thing I, I, I'm always impressed with with you guys is someone who would never would a million years imagine going into theater or acting is is lines. I can't remember lines for a presentation for beans, <laughs> like when I do work. So what do you, do you have a talent for that? I mean, what's the process you do for for doing that on psych? I mean, I don't I look psych was I feel like written so well. And that's always my like if it's written, if there's a flow to the writing, I generally feel like it's easier to memorize. If it's gosh, John, we are still on the same page. I was going to say if okay, it's if yeah. it's quality writing, yeah, then it's easy to memorize. Yeah, it's when it's not good writing, then you just my brain personally hits hits walls. Our writers were so talented, and I feel like. Uh, you know, we we work on this a lot just from doing theater and, you know, whatever. All of us sort of did that growing up or whatever. But we, we with, with Psych, I felt like the flow was just always there. I feel like all of us were pretty quick. We had to be. We had such fast days and things. But, like, I just feel like it always flowed. You could almost look at a scene and we all knew each other so well by a certain point and we and the writers knew us and so they would write to that and then the scenes would just sort of flow and after you've done it once or twice or been in rehearsal you kind of it just it just kind of would happen even though james would throw us some improvs and curveballs but really i mean memory is a muscle like anything so you develop Mm -hmm. it over time i used to have a technique where i would write my lines out i had something where like prior to that thing that happened that was in all the papers I had kind of a photographic memory, so I could highlight my sides once, mm-hmm. and just the visual of highlighting them stuck them in my head. And then also, mm-hmm. I would kind of have a, t- a trick where, if I knew where I was in the space, I could get my lines that way. Mm-hmm. So if I, but if I just had to stand in the middle, of, uh, stand on a stage and do the lines, it wouldn't necessarily work. But by being in the space, going okay, I know that on this line I'm over here at my desk, or, or this line I'm, I'm walking over to Maggie's desk. Which yeah. and then I, I quickly realized, very sadly, that on the second movie, my first down set, like, oh, the, the the stroke, that thing that happened, uh, took that skill out of my head. Yeah, really. So suddenly, I found myself, yeah, I found myself on set not being able to memorize lines the way I used to. Oh, interesting. I thought you you did so well. Well, also, also because after, um, so the first day was a little rough, but then the second day, yeah, Steve and James came to my hotel room that night and ran the scene with me. Oh, that's because because love. that's the kind of guys they are. Because that's love. Because that's, that's love. love. So I had a mu- <laughs> I was much more comfortable day two. Also yeah. knowing I was going to be upset with all of you, and I knew if I fell, you'd all pick me up. So after that second day, Steve and James, or Steve specifically said, "Whatever you ate for breakfast this morning, eat it again tomorrow." Aww. Which basically came down to like old fashioned learn your lines like a professional does. And I now love it. Allison's become a really hardcore taskmaster and running along with me for everything I do. Like. She because she starts getting really nervous if I don't have my lines down solid. It's amazing. Amazing. Oh, Dan, right. she also rocked a little Pepto Pink there in the um. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a fuchsia. Yeah, I don't know if it's Pepto. It's maybe more. Sure, it I, is. I, I wish it was Pepto. It's fuchsia, but it's in the family. Pink. Yeah, not quite Pepto Pink, but I wish it was Pepto Pink. pink. For the sake of this episode, it's Pepto Pink. There, there we go. Yeah. So drink uh, up, everybody. <laughs> so. Like you were talking about how I do uh, cover other stuff you, or at least talk about on social media, other stuff you work on. Let's talk about those a little bit. Um, and the ones you've done in the past, what stars from those things you've done that you think would be cool to bring over to psych, to the psych world? 
And, you know, Maggie, you know, you've done Outmatch, Lethal Weapon, Angel from Hell, Tim, you know, Gallivant, This Is Us, Judging Amy, uh, Janet Varney's thing with uh, Fortune Rookie. What? what? Tell Janet, us can, you, can you come on every every episode and just read my resume? I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm like, wow, that's a – thanks, Danny. Yes. I mean, we already had Jane Lynch, but I would love to have her back just in to play Kirsten's sister again. Um, Biggs, I would love to have Jason Biggs on. He would be so fun. And James Jason knows would him fit as right well. in, I feel. Yeah, Biggs would fit big Biggs would fit right in. Those two stand out to me the most as like perfect psych. Yeah, well, obviously Jane, Jane Lynch is already a part of it. Yeah. Gold. What about you, Tim? Um, in front of the camera, I'm gonna go with Ricky Gervais, who worked with on that show Gallivan, available Aww. on Hulu. That feels very psychotic. Come on. I feel like we need him. I, I love I it. Do. Keep going, oh, Danny. Keep going. Oh, you want more? Okay. So, so um, you know, I you know, I dig. You know, Mr. Rodriguez, James Rodriguez. <laughs> that's no secret. And um, as we all do. And, and a million little things is kind of wrapping up. Is the word? You know. Um, yeah. So, you know, as we know, in the past, in other gigs, he does lots of times. It includes directing and and creating stuff. And hey. Maggie, you were in Treehouse with his, and, and and Tim, ages ago, you did a, a Red Dog show with, a, I forget what it's called, but uh, Grand, oh, Grand, Grand, Grand Illusion. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah. With Kurt so, Fuller. Hey, is that something you would love to be part of? He's also doing, a, I think I heard a uh, something in Connecticut with, uh, yeah. with Kurt Fuller and, and Amanda Fetner. Yeah, with uh, puppets, something puppets. I will be a part oh, of anything Roday wants me to be a part of uh, forever and ever. I cannot wait to see what he's going to do next. Um, I, I feel like we're we're in for a, a good run of some Rodriguez. Yeah, my answer Rodriguez. would always be yes to James. Always James yes like, to James. Hey, Tim, um, we're going to do some street theater down on um, La Brea and uh, Wilshire behind a Starbucks. You want to do it in an alleyway? I'd be like, yep. See you there. Uh-huh. <laughs> so not even street theater alley theater we're gonna do like some guerrilla theater in, in an alleyway you want to do yeah. it i'll be like yes sir if if he's involved knowing his whether he's writing producing or directing i would or acting and i would be there same if the way he, he when he directs things like that is that different or, or similar to how he does psych does he have a different personality when he does that type of work just curious i feel like james is uh, across the board because he's an actor and such a devoted, like, uh, passionate. I mean, he loves it so much. Mm-hmm. He, he brings that to the set of anything, whatever it is, whether it's a, a, a horror comedy, a play and in, in a dark, uh, comedy, a dark drama, a like whatever it is, there is always this excitement with him that you just it's it's so infectious and he is because he loves it so much and he has this way of kind of making you feel like I I know at least I can speak from my experience on on set and on stage and and even even the little bit I did in Trials or whatever, of kind of making you feel like all those things that you might be afraid of like exploring. Mm-hmm. Like, can I go there? Can I really do it like that? Can I really? He gives you that confidence, which is like an invaluable thing in a director writer. It's just for you, you all, all y'all who are watching the watching on the Patreon. He would, uh, I'll try and describe it. He would uh, hunch over and walk around and kind of pick at his lower lip in a very serious brooding fashion because he's just trying to get it so damn right. 
He thinks he thinks a lot, but it's like he'll think and he'll pace and he'll think and he'll pace and then he'll just drop gold. Exactly. And you're like, yeah, oh will. my god! But there's there's a way of doing it that ma- he makes you believe in yourself. Like there, he believes in you so much that you're like, oh, I I I can do my best. This person believes I can do my best. When you have that kind of confidence and uh, like uh, coming back at you from somebody, like it's a, it's an invaluable thing. Anyway, so yeah. Funny to answer it. your question, we'll, we'll follow Rodriguez anywhere. Like I told you at the beginning, it's great to share this moment with you. It's just, it means a lot. Well, you mean a lot to us. And Denny, so here, here. thank you. I'm so happy. I'm so happy it was you. I'm so glad we got to see you. And and thank you so much. You're like. Oh, you're welcome. And 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 I can't wait to see Tim and Percy Jackson. I know. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> So exciting, so exciting. I can't wait to see me in that too. It's gonna come it's not gonna come out for like a year and a half because it there's so much this thing is gonna knock everybody's socks off. Yeah. Psychos are used to that. Psychos are used to that. You're so sweet. Yes, yes. I love it. Remember you guys remember how long it would take some of those movies to come out? Yeah. So we're used to that. We can wait. And the wait will be worth it. Thank you for the questions. Thank you for being you. All right, thank you. So we were we were given the opportunity to uh, create a jingle for the show, and I feel like I kind of um, hit a foul ball on it last year, last week. But now since I've had a week to work on it, I've come up, I've written the jingle. So Maggie, okay, you and I are going to have to record this thing. We have to work out some harmonies. Make it take a good breath. <clears throat> Again, we're, wait, we're doing it now? No, I'm just, I'm just going to lay it on you, and then we, you oh. and I will um, re-record it. Oh my we'll god, I'm so We'll work out some harmonies. I was like, I need to practice, Tim. No. Bum, bum, bum. The psychologists with, are in with Tim and Maggie, a psych podcast rewatch available wherever you find your podcasts. <laughs> okay. Classic. I don't even think you need me. Oh, no. I think I think I need you for some harmony. And I think your singing was great. I love so, it. Max, I think we're going to have to record and actually use it for the. We're going to have to record and actually use it as a new theme song for the show. We'll do it. We will have to do it. I that. love it. Um, Th- on that note, I'm gonna say because I don't, I we can't go out on a, possibly a higher note because we were all the <laughs> way up here. Um, <laughs> Tim, Mugger, we podcasted the shit out of it with some we really psychos. Did. We, we had a lot. We had a big assist by three amazing people. Three assists, yeah, and we did. We are not us without you. So thank you for being here and listening. Yeah, yeah. Bum bum bum. The psychologist ring with Maggie and Tim. A psych podcast rewatch. Find it wherever you get your podcast. Wherever you get your podcast. There it is. I think we just did it. That was amazing. It was so fun. We always love connecting with you guys. And uh, and this was extra, extra, extra special. As always, thanks again for listening to The Psychologists Are In. Don't forget to follow us on our Instagram at The Psychologists Are In and our Twitter at Psychologist Pod. And check out our Patreon for full videos of the episodes and more at patreon.com slash psychologists are in. We will see you guys next week where we will talk about season four, episode five. Sean gets the yips. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.